Hello, hello, my sweet, gorgeous souls, and welcome to another episode of the Be Radically Authentic podcast, a podcast where we believe everyone deserves to be loved, appreciated, and accepted for who they authentically are. I'm your host, Carolina Jimena, and today we're talking about breaking the slump, proactive strategies to stay motivated and bounce back stronger. I feel so cringy saying it, but hey, SEO, these keywords. This is what is helping this podcast grow. This is what's helping this podcast get out there on top of you sharing these episodes. So we gotta we gotta work with what we have sometimes, you know what I mean? And I realized when I was uploading last week's podcast episode, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but each episode is color coded. <laughs> That's just what my brain likes. And I noticed that there wasn't a lot of green floating around on the Pinterest page and on the episode list, which means I have been avoiding actively talking about self-care, which makes a lot of fucking sense because I feel like my self-care hasn't been the absolute best not gonna lie, hasn't been the absolute worst as we realized last week while we were reflecting on our new moon forecasts and the previous month. But I also don't want to get complacent. I want to be proactive about jumping back into my self-care. And the best way for me to do that is to talk about it and to put it up on the podcast. So that's why we're talking about this breaking the slump because I personally have been feeling like I'm in one. Actually, I don't want to say that I've been in one. It's more like I've been teetering into one. So, you know, I've been really proactive about not fully succumbing to the slump, which is what I want to talk about today, but I feel like I've only kind of gotten past or worked with point one that I have for you in this episode, which is recognizing those early warning signs. I am an incredibly self-aware person, and so I really have my warning signs down pat. I know, I know, I know that when these things, X, Y, and Z start to happen, I am on a downward spiral towards hitting that slump where I just don't wanna do anything that I know takes care of me and my soul and my mindset and my energy and my body and all of those good things and the reason why we do self-care to begin with. Now, why is it important to recognize those early warning signs? Because this is something I talk about all the time. Things don't just go to shit immediately. Now, don't get me wrong, sometimes things do, but a lot of the time there's a buildup. A common example I use when I'm working with my clients is that people don't wake up one morning wanting divorce. It is something that happens over time. It is problems and situations and communications that haven't been had. It is problems that weren't addressed. It is these early warning signs that weren't paid attention to. But people don't wake up one day just being like, I want to completely disrupt my life and divorce the person I thought I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. So it's really important to figure out what those warning signs are so that we can start being proactive about them. And it's also important to know what your warning signs are so that you can recognize when they're starting to happen or when they're starting to come into play so that again, you can be proactive with them and pull out your tool belt and pull 
pull out your toolbox and start doing the things that you know works for you to get you back on track, which is what I was saying. I feel like I keep doing that. Like I keep noticing the warning signs. So I'm pulling out my toolbox. I'm doing a few things that work for me. So it's not like I'm like completely in that slump, but I don't feel like I'm completely out of it either because I feel like I just keep recognizing the warning signs and then almost not putting a band-aid on it, but like quickly taking action so that I don't fall into the slump, but then I just kind of, it's almost like I'm treading water. And sometimes treading water is enough. Sometimes it has to be enough depending on what's going on in life, what's going on with our mental health, what's going on with everything. Sometimes treading water is enough. But when we want a little bit more, when we want to increase our motivation and we want to have better things, set bigger goals, whatnot, we have to increase those things. So for me, my number one early warning sign is sleeping in. I know that when I hit that snooze button and I crawl back into bed, I'm starting on a war path with myself because when I sleep in, I then convince myself, well, now I don't have time to do my morning yoga. Now I don't have time to do my breath work. Now I don't have time to do my journaling. Now I don't have time to walk the dog. Now I don't have time to make a proper breakfast. So that is my number one warning sign because then everything else kind of starts to spiral from there. My number two warning sign is when I don't prioritize my workouts. So let's say I have slept in, now I have my to-do list, I didn't do my morning routine, but okay, I still have the opportunity to inject my energy with my workout. But if that is a choice I make to not do, that's my number two early warning sign that I am on a self-destructive path. My number three early warning sign is when I'm ordering a lot of takeout because I feel like I don't have time to meal prep or make something with the ingredients that I have in my fridge because I have to try and catch up on my to-do list. All of these things kind of roll into one another, but they all start with that sleeping in because when I sleep in and I don't wake up at an appropriate time or a time that I wanted to wake up at in order to have time to do all of these things, that's when all of my self-care practices start to go by the wayside because now I feel like I'm catching up. Now I don't have time to do all of the things that are important to me and make me feel taken care of and actually give me the energy to work towards my goals and work towards my dreams and have the relationship I want and take care of my pets the way that I want and take care of my house the way that I want. So it's like this vicious little cycle where I'm like, I wanna work towards my goals, but I don't have time to do the things that actually help me work towards my goals because I'm too busy trying to work towards my goals, but I'm not working towards my goals with the proper energy or the proper, inspiration or the proper creativity and then a lot of the things start to fall by the wayside with my goals and I'm not being as inspirational or as creative or as whatever it is with the goals that I'm setting all because I am chasing the goal without actually taking care of myself. I hope that makes sense. I feel like I kind of went in a circle there, but this is a circle. It's like this vicious cycle. So I really hope I was able to articulate that for you. So what do we do once we know our early warning signs? 
Well, we start to build resilience and we start to build that mindset and we start to build self-awareness. So like I told you, I feel like I've just kind of been treading this water of the slump and not fully submerging into it because I have been really aware of my warning signs, but I've been doing the bare kind of minimum to keep me afloat. So my number one warning sign I've been really bad at lately, like I've been sleeping in a lot lately, but I have been actively trying to make sure that I stay dedicated to my workouts. And then let's say I choose to not stay dedicated to my workout that day or whatnot. I really make sure that I try to make the choice of preparing food for myself and rationally talking to myself by saying, okay, if we're not doing the workout, then we can use that time to prepare nutritious, beneficial food for us instead of just sitting at our computer trying to work on things. So yes, it's really important to know what your warning signs are, but then you actually have to do something about the warning signs and be proactive about them and make conscious choices, which is really where the mindset work comes in because when your mindset is in the right place, you're so much better able to make the decisions and make the choices that are actually going to benefit you and are coming from a place of self-improvement, coming from a place of empowerment, coming from a place of choosing yourself instead of letting the ego run rampant and convincing ourselves of all these stories that aren't actually true. The best way you can break the slump is by being proactive about the slump. So when you're in a really good routine, when you're in a really good rhythm and you feel like things are really going well, that's when you start to make a plan for yourself. Okay, what's working for me right now? What's not working for me right now? What is this gonna look like if and when I fall off the wagon or I have a bad day or my mindset goes a little bit lower than I'd like it to or I'm having a bad mental health day or I get into an argument with someone or all of these justifications and reasons we come up with in order to not do the things that actually work for us and actually feel good for us. When things are going well is the best time for you to start to reflect on how is this benefiting me? What's working? What am I doing? And how can I be proactive about continuing to do that? Because knowing what works for you is gonna help you build that resilience in your mindset. When you know something works for you, it's going to be that much easier for you to continue choosing it because it is a lot harder for you to make the choice to do something once you've actually created the habit and you see the benefits and you see everything that's going. And it is a lot harder to get back into that once you take that break. There's a habit tracking theory that I really like to work with, don't break the streak. And for me, it's something is better than nothing. So let's say I had originally planned to do like a heavy weight workout and I'm just not feeling it. My ego is really, really strong and powerful that day. Something is better than nothing. So maybe I go do one workout instead of the six that I had planned. Maybe I do a bar workout instead. Maybe I just take my dog for a walk. Maybe I just do a really low impact cycle, something to 
keep that habit moving, to keep that habit going. Because once I'm used to carving out that time, it becomes a lot easier for me to show up for myself. It becomes a lot easier for me to choose myself. But once I choose against that, once I choose to not do that thing, it's so much harder for me to carve out the space for it again. It's so much harder for me to now make the decision to do the thing. But what happens when you're already in the slump? Let's say you weren't proactive. Let's say you're listening to this for the first time. All of this advice that I'm giving you, you're hearing it for the first time and you're already in the slump. So you can't really be proactive about something that you are actively in. Don't worry, I got you. However, you're probably not gonna like what I have to say because I can give you all the tools and tricks and tips and what works for me and what I've tried and this and that and the other, but it all boils down to one thing. Yes, you can use all of those things. Yes, you can put things into practice. I like to use different apps. I like to use different tracking things. That's what works for me. But at the end of the day, everything, everything, everything comes down to this one thing and it's making the choice. You can put tools and practices and routines in place, but if you constantly choose to not follow through on them, that is a choice you are making against yourself. I could set my alarm for eight o'clock in the morning, which is my goal time to wake up. I can choose to set the alarm and I can choose to hit snooze and I can choose to get back into my bed. Or I can choose to listen to the alarm, to listen to the process that I've put in place, to use the support that I've put in place, to use the tool that I've put in place. I can choose to utilize that to actually fulfill the thing that I want, fulfill the goal that I want of getting up on time. Because boo-boo, the one thing I hope you take away from this is whether or not you choose yourself or you don't, you're still making a choice. So why not choose yourself? Why not choose the thing that's actually gonna benefit you? Now I get it, there can be a lot of different factors at play, mental health, support, finances, what have you, but we gotta work with what we have. We gotta figure out ways to work with what we have. I'm diagnosed obsessive compulsive. I really try to use that to my benefit by using all of these apps and things because I get a little bit obsessive with them. I get a little bit compulsive with them. I've been working a lot with it. I am way better at it now than I used to be, which I'm really proud of myself for. But the number one best strategy to get yourself out of a slump is to choose to. Now I know that's not sexy, I know that's not fun, I know that's not exciting or wild or any of those things that people might try to market to you, but I promise you, that is the kicker. That is the thing that is going to make a difference for you. I have worked with clients before who are always like, well, this didn't work for me. The sticker system didn't work for me. The checkmark system didn't work for me. Something is better than nothing didn't work for me. This didn't work for me. That didn't work for me. This, that, and the other. But I'm like, boo-boo, at the end of the day, you're choosing to not let these things work for you. You're choosing to 
sit in one place if you want to go somewhere else. You're choosing to do this thing versus the other thing that you actually want to do. And this is what I keep talking about when it comes to mindset work. And this is what I keep talking about on the podcast, figuring out your authenticity and figuring out what you stand for, what your values are, what your morals are, who you are as a person, what do you actually want as a person. For me, working out, when I work out to try to get like a flat stomach or a big peach or all of these things, it is very, very seldom enough for me to stay motivated and working out. Sure, it's nice to have abs. Sure, it's nice to notice I'm filling out my jeans a little bit more. Those are awesome. I like those things, but they're just a byproduct for me. What I have figured out is that when I work out and I move my body, I feel better. I feel mentally clearer, energetically lighter. I feel like I have more energy to give to my content, to give to you, to give to my relationship, to give to myself. Those are motivators for me to keep working out. Those are motivators for me to keep taking care of myself. So this is why when you're going through authenticity challenges and you're doing all of these things and taking all of these steps and taking what I'm telling you, it's so important to start with those values. What do you actually stand for? What do you actually want? What is important for you? Because if you start to realize that a flat stomach and a big butt aren't actually values of yours and aren't actually something that is motivating enough for you, but that's what you're using to motivate you to work out, those things are going to come to a head. Those things are going to come to a crossroads because they're not actually in alignment. And I've said it once and I'll say it again. The more you practice choosing yourself, the easier it becomes. So that even when you do fall into the slump, even if you do fall off the bandwagon, even if you do fall into the self-sabotage, you have flexed that muscle so much in the past that it is easier for you to bounce back. It is easier for you to come back stronger than ever, more motivated, more dedicated. Which just goes back to what I was talking about at the very beginning. Has my self-care been at its optimal right now? No, I can't lie to you and say that it has, but it hasn't been as disastrous as it has been in the past because I have been flexing this muscle of showing up for myself, of choosing myself, of watching my mindset, of being self-aware, of doing what works for me. So that now when I do start to feel, when I do start to notice those early warning signs and I do start to notice that I am spiraling, I can pull myself out of it. I can do something that I know works for me because I've done it in the past and I've built that internal social proof, that internal resilience to know that I can do it again. Which brings me to our authenticity challenge. For your authenticity challenge this week, I want you to reflect and start to write out a list of what your warning signs are. I told you my top three, number one is I'm sleeping in too much. Number two is I'm actively choosing to not do my workouts. And number three is that I'm ordering too much takeout because I don't have the time to use the ingredients in my fridge to make myself something really nutritious. Those are my warning signs for me to know, okay, a slump is coming. I'm going into some self-destructive habits? How can I now be proactive about getting myself back on the wagon? So when you write out your list of warning signs, this is going to help you start to be aware so that you can be proactive about breaking out of the slump before you actually even get in there. 
So again, for your authenticity challenge this week, I want you to spend some time reflecting what happens before you get into that slump and how can you bring a little bit more awareness to what your warning signs are. Our card for this week is get back to elemental not reversed. I just want to give a little reflection right now about how when we started this podcast together, a lot of our cards were reversed, which was showing us how disconnected we were from these things. And I just want to point out how the last few cards have not been reversed, meaning that we are taking the action, we are doing the authenticity challenges, we are listening to these episodes and choosing ourselves and showing up for ourselves and honoring our authenticity and knowing that we are worthy of being loved and accepted and appreciated for who we authentically are. And the cards are saying, yeah, keep going. This is working for you. You are reconnecting to that. You are reconnecting to your authenticity. You are reconnecting to that beautiful, gorgeous soul of yours. So I really love that. The first thing that came to me when I flipped over this card was that groundedness. Get back to elemental, the groundedness, the earthiness, what's working for us, what has worked for us in the past, what has not worked for us in the past, and how can we start to use that in order to be proactive about staying motivated, in order to be proactive about what it is that we are working towards, what it is we want, and what it is that we're striving for. Because remember, it is important to be aware of your warning signs. That's the mental part of it. But in order for us to use that, we have to actually take the action. We have to actually be proactive about it, which is where that elemental energy is coming from. The weekly affirmation I have for you this week, I am aware of what works for me. I am aware of what works for me in order for me to break out of that slump, in order for me to avoid getting into the slump in the first place. But should I end up there, I am aware of what works for me to get out of it. Again, it's all about trusting the process, being proactive, and trusting that you know you more than anybody else does and anybody else is going to. And so I am aware of what works for me. And I know that what works for one person isn't necessarily going to work for me and doesn't have to work for me. I don't want you to compare yourself to everybody that you're seeing online, the tools, tips, and tricks that they're using, and then beating yourself up about it because it's not working for you. Remember, the number one thing that is going to benefit you is making the choice and then doing these authenticity challenges and actually figuring out what's in alignment with your values, what's in alignment with what's actually going to motivate you and for you to stay dedicated to something. I am aware of what works for me. And remember, I want you to say it out loud. Your voice, yes, you listening to this right now, your voice has so much power. And when you speak things into existence, you change the energy and the particles around you and the universe wants to show up and match that energy. All right, mates, sweet souls, that's all I have for you this week. If you haven't already, please make sure to join our Discord community. I would love to see you in there. I would love to see how the authenticity challenges are working out for you. As always, if you liked this episode, please make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Share the episodes on your social media. Share the TikToks. Share the reels. That is the best way to help this podcast grow. That is the best way to get this podcast out there and to spread our message to help more and more authentic souls 
souls feel less and less alone. I love you so much. I'll see you next week. Stay radically authentic.